Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker. We're back after a week off to cover League 1 and League 2 this week. We have got a, uh, a shortened fixture list because it's the international break, but we will do our best to bring you some, some winners from the uh, Tier 3 and Tier 4 of English football this weekend. Uh, we are as ever sponsored by our friends at matchbook.com. You can bag yourself a £30 money back as a free bet. If you use the code TFB Podcast upon signing up, uh, Tom, how's it going? You're back after your, your nice little holiday. Yeah, I am back, but we need to address the elephant in the room. You're you're wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, well, I'm back from country to country festival about a week ago, and I dropped forty quid on this this hat for the occasion, and I feel like um, I need to get the most out of it. Mm. <laughs> So I've taken to wearing it around the house, uh, the odd meeting at work. You know, there's a new sheriff in town now, mm. and it's me in the cowboy hat. Tell you what, a, a lot has changed since the last pod. Like, I've I've been to LA and come back and been on holiday, and you've turned into a cowboy. It, it's been yep. quite the, the seven days for the profit chasers. <laughs> well, I, um, I definitely will be distracted through the entire pod, to be honest with you. If you... If you're listening on audio, it, I, you know that's really where you want to be because it's not going to make any difference to you. But I, I am struggling with the hat, but obviously it's 2023. People can do whatever they, uh, whatever they want to do, Tom. So if you want to be a cowboy, then you can do so. Uh, I was away and you put out a treble all on your own. It was not a winner. <laughs> But so hence why I mentioned that you did it all on your own because you know I didn't want to be attached to any of the blame. Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough weekend all round. I think wasn't it in terms of the results that came in and uh, I didn't see many winning bet slips flying around. There was a lot of coupon busters there, favourites letting people down. But yeah. um, we fell foul of that with the treble, unfortunately. Yeah, well as you said, a shriveled docket this weekend, but. Still some decent opportunity, so you know we're we're obviously going to go straight to League One and League Two. So it might be a bit of a shorter pod. So it's going to be like the Pod Express. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got seven games in League One, and we'll pick out our betting highlights from each of them to begin with, um, and then we'll look through League Two. So yeah, League One. I'll get us kicked off with. Um, Peterborough and Derby County to be both teams to score Peterborough on the dartboard, but hopefully they won't let us down this week because we're not going to go for them on the nose. We're just going to go for the both teams to score. Uh, the price is 1.7. Um, I'm just looking at games between the two sides uh, initially. So five of the last seven between the two sides have been both teams to score. And when Derby have played away from home, they've had some real entertaining games recently. So they've had... Um, Six consecutive games away from home, both teams to score. I'm just going to quickly rattle through the scores. 3-2-2-1-3-2-4-1-2-1-3-2. So some wins in there, some losses in there. But yeah, full of entertainment for, for Derby on the road. Um, which way this is going to go? No idea. Massive game for Peterborough in terms of their um, chase of the playoffs. If they can get a win against Derby here, that'll massively help their cause to break into that top six. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be an entertaining one with plenty of goals. Obviously being uh, quite 
out there, Forest fans. I think, you know, trying not to be biased here, but I, I honestly have seen a massive drop-off from Derby, and I think Peterborough are... When they're on it, they can beat anyone, right? And this has been the case all season. So I expect as long as Peterborough turn up that they'll uh, that they'll get a win there because we'll, we'll need to see an improvement from Derby to, to change my mind. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about another promotion uh, challenger in Wickham. They're in eighth position right now, so they're on the outside looking in. And they are away at Charlton. Uh, we're going against Charlton despite just one loss in the last five. Uh, They have won their last two, uh, and then Drew lost and Drew. And Wickham are coming off the back of a win-loss, win-loss. So, yeah, uh, Wickham playing better, I think, than what the um, scores are suggesting at the moment. And I think Charlton are getting away with it. And I think when we analyse the games that people are uh, that people sorry that the clubs have been playing i think it paints more of a picture so let's go through uh, charlton's last results lost to sheffield wednesday that's fine drew to peterborough great result lost to plymouth fine but this is where i have an issue drew with accrington stanley at home accrington stanley nose diving towards relegation they beat morkham morkham obviously down there as well not exactly the the toughest fodder and uh, they beat Cambridge 2-1, but squeezed past one of the worst teams in the league who are in an absolute tailspin. And then, you know, we have a look at Wickham. Their last time out, you know, I mentioned they lost, but they lost against Barnsley, who are basically just beating everybody in front of them at the moment, the Reds. Um, they beat Bristol Rovers away. Uh, they lost against Burton. Now, this on the league table looks like an awful result, but I think Burton have been really good under Dino Marmaria. Uh, I think they are projecting around mid-table since his takeover. Uh, they beat Fleetwood, drew to Exeter. So there's definitely enough there for me. Obviously, Anis Mametti being gone has certainly coincided with an ever-so-slight wobble from Wickham. But 2.72 against a team in Charlton kind of riding their luck and, and picking up points against poor sides. I think that's a really good bet. Uh, especially with the docket as it is. And just the cherry on top of the cake, Charlton have played four home games in a row without winning. So they are prime for the picking. Yeah, I like that one. Um, good odds, isn't it, for Wickham as well? Yeah. If they do get a win. Uh, up next then, Portsmouth at home to Port Vale, 1.93. The price for Pompey to get a victory. Um, doing pretty well. They're... They're still in with a shout of the playoffs, aren't they? They're um, just looking at the league table now. They're seven points out, but they have got a game in hand. So, you know, they can still make it, considering there's what nine games left of the season. It'll take it'll take a good run, a bit of wobble from teams above them, but they the possibility is still there. Uh, they've won five of the last seven games, home and away. Uh, the two that they didn't win, they were losses to Sheffield Wednesday and to Barnsley. So know arguably the two top sides in the division at the moment so no real uh harm there i don't think for portsmouth i'll forgive them those two losses you know they're winning everything else they're on a good run um at home they've won three of the last four we can extend that out to uh, four in the last six as well um yeah just they're looking a, a, a good strong 
decent side again, aren't they? Um, they started the season, I remember, really well under the Cowleys, dropped off a cliff, um, and now they're, they've really picked up and given themselves a chance, which is certainly more than what a lot of people gave them kind of December, January time. So, um, yeah, I think they can get a good win here against the Port Vale side, who who just struggle generally away from home. Uh, they've won one of their last eight games away from home. So, yeah, not good travellers. Mm. In terms of Portsmouth kind of being back on the horse a little bit, I mean, this has been a long time coming, but it looks like MK Dons are starting their season um, in mid-March. They have been absolutely diabolical all season. And as everyone knows, you know, brilliant last year, made the playoffs, had one of the hottest, you know, young English managers around in the EFL and Liam Manning. They had all these amazing players and, you know, now, you know, they find themselves in 20th position. Um, So obviously four go down in League One for those who don't know. So MK Don still have a lot of work to do, but they have won their last two games and both to nil, both one nil wins uh, and both kind of similar opposition as to who they'll be facing on Saturday. So they beat Cambridge at home one nil and they beat Accrington Stanley away one nil. So two relegation, six pointers and in inverted commas. Uh, and they've got another one here. They're at Stadium MK and they're playing against Morecambe who are struggling. No wins in six. Three draws, three losses. Uh, again, when you go into uh, when you go into the uh, opposition as well, it doesn't make for pretty reading for Morecambe. They've not won in any of the last four against MK Dons either. And at Stadium MK, uh, it's been, again, four consecutive games avoiding defeat for Milton Keynes Dons. I'm going to back MK. I think it's the first time I've done it all season. They're 1.7. Now, I am pretty appalled at that price, I'll be honest with you. I think that is absolutely sickening, to be honest. But I do think they'll win. Um, So maybe an accumulator booster. I'm not as hot on that as I am on Wickham at 2.72, for example. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Um, One more for me. Uh, It's Sheffield Wednesday away at Forest Green Rovers. And this comes on Sunday. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday priced at 1.5 for the victory. And yeah, I I don't think you can stop at just that. I think you could probably go into the handicaps, minus one, minus two even. Um, Maybe even minus three, because Forest Green are absolutely terrible, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, In this this game, we have the league's best away side, which is Sheffield Wednesday, against the division's worst home side, which is Forest Green. Uh, Yeah, just so many bad stats at the moment for Forest Green. Uh, no wins and no clean sheets in 17 consecutive games. Um, Duncan Ferguson obviously came in a couple of months ago now. Hasn't stopped the rot whatsoever that set in under Ian Birchnell. Um, they've continued to be poor, continued to struggle week after week. Um, yeah, home, away, they, they, just, they just keep losing. <laughs> they've lost five out of the last six. Um, yeah, it's a long time since they got a win in the league, the the, the 10th of December. So I think it'll be a very comfortable one for Wednesday this week. Um, Yeah, I could see them scoring two, three, 
maybe even four. 1.5 for basically a championship side against a League 2 side is honestly not that bad when you, no, think, when you think of it like that. I agree. Uh, Fleetwood I agree. Town. I, I like the look of Fleetwood, but you've got to be careful of the old draw merchants, Lincoln. Uh, obviously, drawing at home mainly, um, and their unbeaten home record, which was largely stacked up from draws, ended, Tom, uh, on the weekend, which was kind of sad. I wanted it to last all season. But they're away this time at Fleetwood, and Fleetwood haven't lost to Lincoln in their last three games uh, against each other. And they've got five home games, avoiding defeat. Um, so, decent record at home. I will say, though, I'm not sure just how the fixtures have fallen, but Fleetwood have played one game at home in the last six and five hmm. away. Wow. So, yeah, obviously one of those being the Burnley game, but that would still be you know quite a lot of away games compared to home. Not sure what's gone on there, but... If we do have a look, a draw to Port Vale, not too bad. Port Vale a sticky, I would say. Definitely better than Fleetwood uh, over the course of the season for me. Beat Morecambe, that was a big win, 1-0. Beat Cambridge, big win, 1-0. Beat Peterborough, obviously big uh, scalp there, 1-0. And they beat Sheffield Wednesday, even though it was in the FA Cup, 1-0. You know, they've got some really good home form, Fleetwood. And I think they are a team to keep an eye on. Um, let's talk about kind of the Leicester thing back in the day when uh, they won the league that season before they survived um, you know relegation and then went on a little run and I like looking at teams who ends the season in a positive manner that you know might be able to to go on and, and do something in the next season I'm not saying Fleetwood are going to win the league but maybe they'll finish a bit higher than uh, than this season 2.28 for the Cod Army I quite like that, but you know, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if this one was a draw with Lincoln involved. Yeah, a couple of things for me to add on to that one. Uh, echo what you're saying, um, especially regarding teams who pick up a bit of steam towards the end of the season and seeing could they go even further next season. I think I know we're going to come on to League Two, but I was thinking the same thing about Gillingham in in League Two. Yeah, um, it's a great. He's obviously been fantastic since since January. So, yeah, Fleetwood potentially in League 1, one to watch out for, Gillingham in League 2. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd like to tack on a little bit extra to your Fleetwood on the nose, Shall I think Fleetwood, if they're going to win, you read out their scores recently, I think it will be under 2.5. So, Fleetwood to win and under 2.5 goals is 4.4. Um, nine consecutive Fleetwood games under 2.5 goals, seven of the last nine Lincoln games have been under 2.5 goals. So, yeah, two sides that don't score many. Um, and I think it'll be a tight win if Fleetwood are to get the win. Um, no more, though, in League One from me. To say there's not many games, there's a decent amount to uh, go at, I thought. Yeah, agreed. Can't say the same for League Two. <laughs> I was going to say, quite the opposite coming up, I think. I bloody hate this league this season. Yeah, it's, I, it's horrible. It's crap. Along for the days when this was our league, like yeah. two years ago, three years ago, this was our league every single week. This Mate, was this the one was gold mine. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, no, it's crap. Week in, week out, it's an absolute rubbish. Yeah. 
Um, I have just one thing that I'd like to read out in League Two. So, Oofed. not ideal considering one, it's already a short pod, and I'm <laughs> striving here to make it an even shorter one, aren't I? With just one thing to read out. But, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Do you have anything to salvage it with? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got, I think, two things. So, between us, hopefully, we'll be all right. <laughs> go on, you go first then. Okay. Uh, I quite like the look of Sutton away at Mansfield. I don't know if you had that one down. No. Okay. No worries. Maybe I'll talk about this game for 45 minutes, try fill the pod up. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, over the last eight games, Sutton have been the second best side in the league. Um, they are 15 points from eight games, one point off Leighton Orient, who have been the best. Uh, they are playing against a Mansfield side who are having the jitters. They're having the jitters, Tom. And this is a huge uh, playoff chasing game. So let's set the scene. Uh, Salford in seventh position on 59. Stockport sixth on 60. Bradford fifth, 61. Mansfield eighth on 56. So they are three points out with two games in hand on everybody, including Sutton, who are one point off Mansfield. So this is a big game for Sutton because with Mansfield's games in hand, they're obviously going to have opportunities to create a gap and Sutton are going to want to close that gap as much as possible because if they lose to Mansfield and Mansfield win both games in hand or one or whatever then obviously that's going to create a huge gap for Sutton. So this is basically their season. Um, so a lot of this is on narrative and on you know perceived desire to win and desire for points. But you know it does go a lot deeper than that. Mansfield, as I mentioned, are struggling a little bit um, in the last four, actually, at Field Mill against Sutton. They failed to win. So a little bit of a of a onus there for those of you who like their historical stuff, Tom. I know you're a, a historical guy. So yeah. yeah, Mansfield they just go through these spells every season where you know they look great one minute, they look absolutely unbeatable, and the next they look awful. Um, they've won one in the last five, Mansfield, uh, and you know Sutton coming off the back of this of yeah they lost their last game. Uh, against Grimsby 1-0, which was a huge coupon buster and not a good result. But before then, you know, unbeaten in six, seven, eight games, I think it was. And, you know, keeping numerous clean sheets in the process, four clean sheets in their last six. Sutton are the real deal, uh, and they really need to win this game. A draw suits Mansfield, but I'm going to back Sutton because, number one, they need the points more. Number two, it's a lot more fun to do so, I think. Uh, and they are priced at 3.4, so it's a massive price. Mm, that's a juicy one. Um, Mansfield on the dartboard? Yeah, they should be. I, yeah, you can yeah. never trust them. No, they def- I was going to say, if they're not already, they definitely should be. Do you know what um, Mansfield are? Mansfield are, when they're good, get with them. And when they're bad, avo- go against them. Like... But I feel like whenever I suddenly dis- when I whenever I decide to trust them again, yeah, I hit them on the turn. That's when I when I back them, then they turn again. Yeah, that's they, what I feel like. They are they're absolutely dartboard material, hundred percent. Yeah, 
Uh, anyhow, um, on to my one thing that I fancy in uh, in League Two this week. It's and it's not even a massively strong one to be honest. Um, it's Barrow at home to AFC Wimbledon. Barrow priced at two point zero six, and this is more so on how bad Wimbledon have been recently, rather than how good Barrow have been. Um, AFC Wimbledon are on a, a winless streak of ten consecutive games. No clean sheets for seven consecutive games. Uh, they haven't won away from home this calendar year, um, so that's no wins in their seven away games they played in 2023. So generally on a, on a very poor run. Um, Barrow are they're doing okay. Three wins in the last six games. Um, at home, it's a little bit more... Um, one win in the last five at home, but... Um, yeah, if we take the general overall form, um, yeah, three wins in the last six, kept four clean sheets in those six games. So they're not on bad form generally. They're, they're mid-table. They're, they've got mid-table form. Uh, but Wimbledon are particularly poor right now, and that's that's what I'm going for for this particular game. Um, I feel like, in all honesty, if we have more to pick from and things I liked more, I probably wouldn't be reading this one out. But um, I'm scraping the, the barrow a little bit, mate. Scraping the barrow, did you say? I did. Uh, yeah, I thought <laughs> I caught that. Well played. Uh, yeah, and you know when it's a short pod, because uh, I have a draw tip, uh, which is which is a bit odd. But basically, Grimsby, Warsaw, draw. Uh, number one, this is a... Ma- are we using on the beach yet, or are the wives still looking at hotels? Uh, no, I, th- I think it's time where uh, bags are being packed. Bags are being packed. Okay, so we're not quite I think, I think there. The hotel's been booked, and it's starting to be packing the bags now. They're mm. they're they're googling best Instagram spots in Rhodes, yeah. Greece, or wherever they're going. <laughs> okay, so uh, Walsall and Grimsby, thirteenth and fifteenth. Nobody cares about this game. Like not one person. Uh, Grimsby home record. Four wins, five losses, eight draws. Warsaw's away record, three wins, six losses, eight draws. So both of these teams draw the most at home for uh, Grimsby. Their most, uh, what am I trying to say? Their most consistent result is a draw. And on the road for Warsaw, their most consistent result is also a draw. Uh, Grimsby have drawn two of their last five and Warsaw have drew three of the last six. It's a little bit of a fun one, a little bit funky. Um, but yeah, let's go for the draw. It's priced at 3.05. Yeah, I can definitely see it because, yeah, like you say, both these sides not going to get playoffs, not going to get relegated. So what's the point? Nobody cares, genuinely. I, d- I doubt even yeah. the people in the stadium care, honestly. No. Um, okay, yeah. Well, they, just going back to that game, yeah. Uh, Grimsby and Walsall certainly fit the bill for on the beach. Mm. If you've got 10 games left to play, you're 12 points off the playoffs and 15 points off relegation. It's Come beach. On, you, you are, you are Beach, you that is so beachy. <laughs> yeah, you are beachy, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, anyway, I don't have anything else to talk about. No, neither do I. Tom, uh, do you want to recap last week's treble? Um, or do you want me to do it because you forgot? I've, I forgot what it was. Yeah. So, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it was, as you said, mate, it wasn't great, was it? No, I know I normally great. I normally do the uh, I normally do the the treble recap and then you read out the new one, but I thought because it was your stinking pile of rubbish, you might want to take ownership of it. But it didn't look like it. Didn't look like it. But no. uh, alas, I will read out uh, what happened. So your teams were Brentford, Millwall, and Leighton Orient. So, obviously, three good sides going well in their respective leagues. Brentford were against Leicester. They drew 1-1. Uh, they did have 10 men for a spell. Uh, Millwall was probably the biggest shocker because they obviously lost to um, to Huddersfield. So, that was a huge nightmare. And then Leighton Orient capped off a zero from three for you. Um, when they played against Colchester at home and drew 2-2. So I, I would probably say that one is best buried in the pod vault, I'd say. Yeah, that was terrible. And I do apologise to anybody who uh, who may have seen that on Twitter. It was at the bottom of a longer Twitter thread, so hopefully you didn't get down that far and you didn't see it. Um, and if you did see it, hopefully you ignored it. Because, mm. yeah, I apologise. That was... Uh, well below standard because we have been generally very good, but yeah. No, yeah, um, we we have been good. I, I'm teasing you a bit. We have been good. That was just a bit of a. I you know, it's not going well for you when a team you pick is two 0 up and they they can see two in the last five minutes and draw yes. two all. Um, but yeah, anyway, on to bigger and better things this week because we certainly can't get any worse. So uh, yeah, this week's treble is as follows. So we're going to go for. Uh, Portsmouth to beat Port Vale. We're going to go for the game between Peterborough and Derby to be both teams to score. And we're going to go for Sheffield Wednesday to win away at Forest Green. That's obviously the Sunday game. So we're two games on Saturday, one game on Sunday this weekend. Uh, 5.16 is the price for that. So £10 example stake would return £51.60. Quite tidy that. I'm actually pretty happy to say we didn't have a lot to go from. Yeah, no, that's not too bad, I don't think. Yeah, I think we've uh, put together like an interesting little piece. Um, so, yeah, please let us know what you are back in this weekend. Um, and, yeah, obviously, if you're going to have a little tinkle on what we've read out, make sure you do your own research on top. Make sure that you're not just betting blind and make sure you're uh, taking a bit of responsibility for where your money's going. Let's talk about fancy football, Tom. I am yeah. um, on the week. I'm, yeah. I'm 268th, which is, I feel like that's just where I am all the time, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still struggling to crack this top 200. I was in it. Now I'm back out of it. I'm 203rd. So um, I've dropped out the top 200 now again. You're the uh, yeah, you're the thought. outside looking in. You're Wickham Wanderers. Yeah, I captained the wrong person. For a start, I didn't really have many players play. I only had about 
six players play. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I had nine. I captained Odegaard instead of Saka because I forgot to do it from the week before. Aha! Guess who captained Saka? This guy. Ah, well played. Mm. Well, clearly I'm not very good because I'm 268th. But i tell you who are good, and that is the top 10. And in reverse order, that is Kieran Gentry, Jack Flaherty, Bill Bowles, Neil McCloy, Tim Warner, Simon Tither, Tola AW, Chris Postings, Johan Ekstrom, and still top, Pat Ravenhall. We haven't got a Klukas. Uh, I actually got more points than Pat. I actually gained three points on him. So yes, It's on. The comeback's on. <laughs> Coming for the title. <laughs> If you, um, if I got you... A sorry, I I feel like this week is gonna well not this week because it's international break but the week after when the prem starts back up again, I'm going for it. I've got my bench boost active. I've got nearly every single player in my entire team apart from two. I've got a double game week, no. so. I feel like this is going to be a big week for me. And I tell you what, now is now is the time because if you're not near the top, this is a, the kind of period where people start dropping off. Yeah. And they stop caring. So maybe we can yeah. capitalize on those who stand still. Yeah. That's right. Well, Look. if you want to join our fancy football league, you can do so. You need the league code which you can get on Twitter, so send us a, a DM or a public tweet T underscore FB podcast um, main things to uh, kind of point you in the direction of Twitter wise uh, some nice statistics some managerial chat and news uh, obviously some weekend tips and just some general nice football content, it'd be great if you could give us a follow hashtag road to 3k Yep, if you have enjoyed the show, guys, we'd really appreciate it. If you could also leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, uh, yeah, aside from that, hope you've enjoyed the show. I know it's been a, I feel like it's been a bit of a shorter show. Well, it has been a shorter show. I feel like it, it's been a bit more of a uh, wacky show. Is that is that right? I'm in a cowboy hat. You've got your, uh, you're on a high because you've just got back from holiday. <laughs> and I've got a little a bit. bit of a tan as well, like a, uh... I'm currently wearing yeah. quite a lot of moisturiser because I don't want to peel at work. That's not a good look. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been... Uh, yeah, I feel like there's been a lot more filler and a lot of chatter than, than usual, but that's probably... Hopefully people like that stuff. Yeah. Well, I appreciate all the anyway. listeners and viewers anyway. Yes. Anyway, we might get some more YouTube videos this week. Some more YouTube views this week because people might want to see me in my hat. So. Oh, not... Oh my God! What a marketing play! Exactly. <laughs> Give us exactly. that YouTube cash. Go on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you right. want, anyway, if you want the hat reveal, head to Football Betting Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> right. Um, well, anyway, guys, we really hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, a normal pod again. Once the international break is over with, uh, good luck for your bets this weekend as ever. Let us know if you do get any winners and what you've got on for the weekend. And we'll see you again next week.